It's the Gita Interviews, the premier global IT solution podcast, where we talk to the CEOs and business leaders who are growing their companies through global partnerships. I'm your host, Emery Giositz, the Executive Director of the Global IT Alliance. Hi, and welcome to the Gita Podcast. Today, I'm honored to be joined by Horacio Gutierrez in Mexico City, and he is the Managing Director of Campo Centro. Hello, Horacio. How are you? Fine, Emery. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are things in Mexico City these days? Well, these days are interesting times. I think we're, we're, the situation here in Mexico since the COVID began is improving. We, we are see, we're seeing the, the, the pandemic to, to recede somehow. So finally, I can tell you that the vaccination process is going on. So I think we are looking for a brighter future. That's great. That's great. As, a, you know, as we think about it, the very last business tri- trip I took in 2020 was to see you in Mexico City. So I have the same recollection. Speaking of COVID, Horacio, tell me a little bit about how your year was, how 2020 was for you and the team at Campo Centro. Well, 2020 was a very challenging, challenging year to, uh, at least to say, to say, to say it in short words. I, I, it's been almost a year since we are in this pandemic. At the very beginning, that all, all these changes shocked, shocked all our colleagues and the whole organization. We started working in a hybrid situation. That means that some of our colleagues uh, still kept uh, coming to the office in order to provide services and, and to fulfill the product to our customers. Our, our, our main concern was to uh, keep supplying our customers with the solutions that we, that we provide them. And, but on the other hand, we have to let some, some of our other of our colleagues to start working from home. I have to tell you that in the past, we have a bit, very little experience working from home, but it worked per, pretty, pretty well. We are, we are surprised of how well people got adjusted to, to this situation. And now it's like business as usual, working in a hybrid environment. So, Horacio, many of our colleagues looked at the, their business strategy, which started with certain offerings they were going to do and their go-to-market strategies for 2020. But with the pandemic, they had to shift those to just be able to provide product for their customers. What was your experience like from a business strategy standpoint in 2020? From a business strategy standpoint, Emery, we have a very interesting year. We offer different solutions to the market. We saw our PC business increase in a very stepped way because most of our customers had to provide our, their employees the, the, the correct equipment in order for them to work from home. So that part of the business increased dramatically. On, on the other side, our, our data center business and our network business stayed more or less stable mm-hmm. uh, because our customers uh, kept their projects going. In some, in some situations, they, they even increased, increased the, the investment they do in these technologies because mm-hmm. the, the, the digitization process increased in a, relevant, in a relevant part. But on the other side, there's also a downside. Our printing business was decreased in, in, a, in a relevant percentage because with most of the offices closed, the printage volume definitely, definitely reduces. And eventually some customers went out of the business. So we had to renegotiate some contracts with them. But on, on general terms, it was a positive year. Great. That's, that's fantastic news considering the circumstances. You know, here in the U.S., the forecast for 2021 is, is very aggressive. Our, our GDPR is expected to grow some, somewhere in the 6 to 7% range in 2022, about 4%. So very hyper growth 
for the U.S. What what are you seeing for Mexico come the rest of this year and then into 2022? That that emirates a very interesting question because do you know how the economic of the of the North American countries are very uh, linked together? And I'm talking about Canada, the U.S., mm-hmm. and Mexico. Uh, a relevant part of the of the economy of my country is connected with the exports. We are expecting a big increase in the export for this 2021, mm-hmm. since most of the products go directly from the U.S. And also since the U.S. is switching from manufacturing products abroad in Asia and China and all those distant regions, they are preferring to 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 move their manufacturing their manufacturing processes in what they call nearshore. So mm-hmm. those those products are being manufactured here in Mexico. So, so we are seeing an increase in that. We are also expecting maybe maybe an well, well when you are talking about predictions, it's difficult to 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 have fine expectations. Sure. But we are expecting a, 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 a GDP increase around four percent. Someone say three point five, other one says five. I I will expect more more something in in the in the terms near four percent. Uh, we are also seeing some other activities of the of the economy to reopen as the hospitality, especially the tourism. Mm. Mexico is an economy that is very dependent on, on, on tourism. And we're also expecting to have positive results from them. So my, my fast, my, my quick answer to your question is that we're expecting a positive year this 2021. That's great. That's great. And you, you mentioned some of the offerings that you traditionally have. What do you see as your business strategy or or how to service your customers for the rest of this year and into 2022? Are, are any of your offerings changing, growing bigger, some smaller? What are you seeing in regards to that? Yes, of course, Emer. I think I can I can give you two answers to this, but both answers are are based on having a very close connection, a very close relation with the customers, because we have to understand what's going in their mind in their mind and what the new tendencies are. So on on, on one side, I would like to tell you that the customers are moving very fast in adopting as a service solution. They want to have one contract that holds holds the product, the, the service, the SLAs, that everything is included in one contract. And they want to move from CapEx to OpEx. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. They, they, they pay as they use or they pay as they as grow. So we, we traditionally were mainly focused on our NPS practice that worked fine. But right now we're, we're seeing a huge in, in, increase in businesses like device as a service, network as a service, and we are now even talking of data center as a service. On the other side, we're seeing that the business models are switching because not it's I'm not I cannot tell you that all the customers are moving to the cloud. They are more thinking in a hybrid environment, an environment where some applications are run on premise, but some others are run on the cloud, and mm-hmm. both need to be connected one between the other. So we need we we are trying to be uh, prepared in order to attend this kind these kinds of requirements of our customers, being close to the customers and understanding their needs is definitely a must. Absolutely. So important. And you know, what's interesting is I remember, you know, we probably spent the last couple of years as as organizations in IT 
trying to encourage customers to run to the cloud as fast as they can. And they were trepidatious and they took their time. And then when the pandemic hit, they all were sprinting to the cloud to be able to yeah. support their end user community. So, so very interesting from that perspective. You know, when you see the way customers today are consuming technology and, and the offerings that you mentioned and all that, is there one particular area that you see customers demanding more so than ever before? Oh, more, more solutions that they are demanding more. They, they, they are looking for solutions to have their processes digitized. Mm. That, that, that's a relevant, that's a new trend that, I, that I'm seeing in the market on one side. But on the other side, they are very concerned on business continuity. Business mm. continuity is a must. In these days, when we eventually see that eventually one of these big IT companies go down to say Google or Facebook or whatever, they, uh, uh, they don't want to be in that situation. Even, even when our customers could have smaller operations, they know technology, IT, techno, IT is critical to fulfill the requirements of their customers. Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing a big increase in the level of the SLAs that they're expecting and to keep and to keep the lights on as much as possible with as little downtime and they they are very resistant to having uh, to have a downtime in their operation sure no that makes perfect sense you know i've had the the true honor to visit your location many times and get to know so many of the employees at campo centro which has been phenomenal you know when you look at your staff who's very loyal and have been with you many years what what are you most proud of from 2020 on the way your organization performed I think the, the, the capacity to adapt, the capacity to adapt to a changing environment. I can tell you that living in Mexico, we, we, are, we are faced with a new reality each and every day. And that, that's part, maybe, I don't know if of, of, our, of our genes or something like that, but reality changes so fast. But what happened in 2020 was something dramatic, something that we haven't seen in our lifetimes. And the, the capacity for our people to adapt, for example, I have people that live by themselves in their houses and they are very committed. They have uh, spending a lot more time working in their homes than they traditionally do in the office. And the enthusiasm that they have to provide solutions to their customers is something that I, I need to recognize my team for, for the work they've done in this 2020. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know even my interaction with them, they, there was never a time when they were not responsive and, and there as if they were in the office. So That's to commend you and, and Pedro on that great organization at uh, Campo Centro. So, you know, the Alliance, you are one of the original members of the Global IT Alliance. I've had the pleasure of working with you since 2013. Talk a little bit about how important the Global IT Alliance is to you from a membership perspective and how your organization utilizes it best. Sure, sure. I, I think I can, I can find three, three attributes that the Global IT Alliance help, has helped us in CompuCentro to face to face this, this challenging environment. One is that being part of the, of the Global IT Alliance, first of all, is a differentiator that we have to face our customers and to face our and to face our vendors or the vendors we work with is something that it's an attribute that we want to show everyone that we have and 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 that makes us different different from the rest of the participants in this market second i can tell you that being a member of the global it alliance has helped us increase customers both in mexico and worldwide and we as a company that 
are very, very interested in supporting customers for the lifetime, getting a new customer, and having the responsibility for attending a customer that was originated somewhere else in the world by some other partner of the Global IT Alliance. It's a great responsibility, and we want to keep that customer satisfied for the long, for the, <coughs> for the long run. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, that being being a member of the global uh, of the Global IT Alliance has helped us to increase our our our, our footprint in the market, g- helping us to increase the market share that we that we hold in the Mexican market. Yeah, that's great. And of course, I believe it was in in 2019 you were awarded HP's Partner of the Year. So congratulations on that. Oh, and uh, that's a great award for you and your organization. How do you see the global customer changing post-pandemic? How do you see them kind of approaching the way they do global business? Well, that's a very interesting question because, because the global customer sees, sees the whole world as, 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 as one country. They are expecting to receive not only the same products, but the same services and the same financial conditions. So the global customers wants to be uh, helped the same way in Singapore, that in Sao Paulo, that in, 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 in any part or any region. Of course, they understand there are differences from one country to the other, but the standards that they have are the same. And when they, when they talk to their local branches or to the people that operate in their local branches, the headquarters or, or the, regional, the regional managers uh, send those people on the line what the expectation for product for services and for pricing and for delivery are. That's very challenging in these times because maybe as as you know, we are facing tough times regarding the delivery, uh, the delivery dates or delivery time for some products, but they understand that they understand that what they appreciate the most is to have a close uh, a partner, a close global partner that understand their needs and are open and, and, and frank with them and tells them what to expect in the current situation. Very true. Very true. Thank you. That, that's great perspective on that. You mentioned it, so I'll, I'll ask you about it. You know, when you see the future of all technology growing the way it is, and yet we have shortages of chips and glass and all these things around the world, the, the overall pipeline for product and the, the overall manufacturing flow, what are you seeing in regards to that? You know, I know a lot of manufacturing occurs in Mexico. How do you see uh, that playing out from a constrained product perspective? Well, I think I think I can answer you in two ways. First, I can tell you how we are handling the situations in the current moment. In the current moment, when a customer could be requiring for a specific product, and we have to tell you, Mr. Customer, I don't have a, an estimated time of arrival for that product, but I do have this other product that meets the characteristics in the more closed way. So if that's okay for you, I can offer you this one instead of the other. Unfortunately, I can tell you that most of the customers understand the situation and they are okay with finding replacements from their original from their original requirements. Mm-hmm. On the other side, it's 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 hard for me to tell you when the when the when the supply is going to stabilize. I have talked with several vendors. They expect to have a better a better, a better times or times improved by the second half of this year. But you know, in the past it was processors. Now is this cheap? So, so I, I, I don't know. We we'll live, we we'll live in an, in uncertain times. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Let's hope the fact that they're that Intel's building a 
large factory in Arizona, which is close enough to Mexico to hopefully flood the marketplace <laughs> when they're up and ready to go for sure. So Horacio, like I mentioned before, I've known you for years. So this is more of a personal question on how you feel about uh, post-pandemic life. So, so my question for you, Adasio, is what are you most looking forward to, both personally and professionally, as the pandemic subsides and you're able to, to lead what, what our life was like post, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic? So, so what personally are you looking forward to most? Oh, I, ha I have to tell you, and I'm going to give you a very personal answer. I miss people I, because I love being, I, I consider myself a social being. I, 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 I know these technologies uh, are great, but being close to people, being close to friends, having the opportunity to, to, to have friends, friends back at home or somewhere else, somewhere, somewhere else is something that I miss. And it's something that I, that I hope we, 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 we return or gain the soon, the soon as possible. I, I, I cannot, I cannot wait much more to have my friends back near me. Yeah, very true. I can't wait to give you a hug. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm very much looking forward to that. Well, Horacio, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I look forward to all our partnerships within the Global IT Alliance and everything. Go forward to you and all the family at Campo Centro. Best of luck and thanks again. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the GITA interviews. To find out more about the Global IT Alliance, please visit www.gita.com or follow us for more great interviews. 